Eagles Entertainment. With the 15th pick in the NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select... You're listening to the Journey to the Draft Podcast. Welcome to the Journey of the Draft podcast presented by Life Brand. I'm your host, Fran Duffy, and we are back here in Indianapolis for the 2023 National Scouting Combine. Day two of drills is in the books. The defensive backs took the field at Lucas Oil Stadium on Friday afternoon. We saw the cornerbacks first, the safety second. We're going to break it all down. Everything we saw first from the athletic testing. Myself and Dane Brugler pick six. Six players that stood out most to Dane in the athletic testing portion of those two workouts. And then we're going to wrap things up with our draft. Draft buzz where Gabriella DiGiovanni and I are going to go through the big takeaways from the positional workouts, not just the guys who tested well and ran well in the 40, but who did best in all of the ball, dr- ball drills that those guys ran. Both groups, we're going to go through each side and really get a sense of the guys that did best in that form of the workout. As always, make sure you head on over to our Apple podcast page, leave us a rating, leave us a comment. If you've got questions, leave them there. We'll answer them here in an upcoming episode. That said, let's get to pick six now with Dane Brugler. Now it's time for pick six. All right, let's get to do some of the top athletic testers from Friday afternoon's action at Lucas Oil Stadium as I welcome in the athletics. Dane Brugler to go through uh, everything that we saw here on Friday. Uh, the corners went first. The safeties went second. We've got a lot of athletic testing to get through. Dane, uh, who's the top of your list? Who, who's the number one uh, most impressive player just from the athletic testing portion of Friday? Well, I think we have to start with uh, the guy that ran the fastest 40. Um, and look, he only did one drill tonight. And if you're only going to do one drill, at least he made it count. And that's DJ Turner, the Michigan corner, who uh, ran a 4.26, official 40-yard dash. Uh, it's a 1.47, 10-yard split. So he was the the leader in the clubhouse in, in both of those categories. You know, he, he's a freaks list guy, uh, someone who we expected to test well. Yep. But you know, the fastest 40, that's always uh, a bar you want to aspire to reaching. And so, uh, you know, DJ Turner, even though that was the only uh, drill that he did, and I don't, uh, I'm guessing there might have been a tweak there or something. Uh, so we'll have to find out more about that. But uh, at least that that one drill that he did do is pretty impressive. Yeah, I would say like, you know, we, we knew about the the what the testing was going to look like coming in. But, you know, even watching him on film, that that speed and that quickness, that fluidity, those explosive bursts, like 1000 percent show up on tape. He is, um, you know, very similar to, you know, a DRC, uh, you know, CJ Henderson is a player we've mm. evaluated recently where it's like, yeah, like they have elite speed with that size, like that length and that shows up on film, just easy recovery, uh, lateral and linear juice. He's, he's a really impressive athlete. I, I think he's, if you're looking for a day two nickel, I, I think that's your guy. Um, I, I, he was maybe around 70 in my pre-combine top 100. Yeah. But you know, when, and you know, I think that he, was going to put on a show even, you know, besides the 40 yard dash. So somewhere second round, early third, probably where he's going to end up. And I think he's, yep. he might be a day one nickel. All right. Well, let's get to uh number two. Who's next up on your list. Got to go with my guy, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, guy I've been high on uh, since first saw him in the summer. Uh, yeah. He was expected to test well again. And, you know, he didn't disappoint Four three eight in the 40, 41 and a half in the vert. Wow. Uh, what did he, what did he off the, do you know uh, what he weighed in at there, Dane? It was just under 200 pounds. Just, okay. Got it. Oh, that's, I mean, I mean that's it, impressive to go for to go to jump the way he did and run the way he did at just about 200. 
Right, exactly. So, you know, and again, this is another guy we expected to, to uh, put up these types of numbers, but, you know, it's another thing to actually go out and do it. So, um, you know, if you can get, uh, so, I mean, we're talking about a long player. He was 197. Um, so 6'2", or 6'1", 32-inch arms, uh, really fluid player. And, you know, the the high numbers we expected to see, he reached those and so kind of checked those boxes for Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, the, the corners overall just like tore up the track. The the, the forty, yeah. the, the you know, we're, I'm sure we'll continue to see this tomorrow. Uh, we saw it last year as a new turf field uh, put in at Lucas Oil Stadium. Just uh, what is that, like 18 months ago now? At this point, mm-hmm. maybe a little, a little bit less than that. Um, and it's uh, it's showing up well uh, here in these 40 times. It, it, to me, like if you are a prospect and you are here and you are you could you can run like. You got to run. Yeah, you got, you yeah. have to take advantage of this track while you've got it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Christian Gonzalez, DJ Turner, definitely uh, slam dunk names to start things off. Who would be named number three? Uh, go with Maryland corner Deontay Banks. No doubt. Who, you know, I, a guy that I was probably around Thanksgiving. Um, I had not really watched him yet. And, you know, I heard from a scout saying, hey, you need to check this guy out. He's, you know, we gave him a second round grade. He might go higher. Um, I checked him out and I was like, okay, yeah, pencil him into my next first round mock because this guy is really good. And he came in uh, just over six foot and uh, over 200 pounds, ran a 4.35 in the 40, 42 inch vert. Uh, and uh, you know, that, that 42 was number one um, among corners. So this guy was, uh, you know, I, I, for a bigger corner who likes to play physical, uh, you know, likes to match up with bigger wide receivers, he has the speed to match. He has that explosiveness as well. Mm. So Deontay Banks, I mean, if anybody's wondering why you're seeing him in first round mocks, uh, you know, this is uh, another example why. Yeah, he was he was listed. Let me just pull up his numbers real quick. He was listed um, by Maryland significantly bigger than what he came in at uh, here today, which, you know, that was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, he was listed 6'2", 205. He came in <clears throat> under six foot. He came with, I think it was 5'11", and was it six eighths or seven eighths yeah. there, uh, Dana, and came in under 200. Um, so the size uh, differential was was notable. But uh, I thought he tested better th- than I expected coming in. I thought he was a little clunky on film at times. Uh, some wasted steps when making lateral cuts would stumble into breaks. Um, the, the size certainly there, the aggressiveness, uh, especially early in the down and press coverage, this guy will, will erase players uh, watching that Ohio state game. That certainly stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when, uh, when you watch him go through drills uh, here today, that's going to make me go back and, and maybe, uh, you know, double check my thinking there. Cause uh, banks really did shine today. Yeah. And I think that there's a clump of those corners, right? In that late one, early two window with, uh, you know, Keely Ringo, who had a, a good workout, yep. uh, Manuel Forbes and, uh, you know, Clark Phillips probably in there. I mean, there, there's, there's just a group of those guys. And so for a guy like Deontay Banks to go out there and test like he did, that's exactly what he needed to do to kind of help separate himself among the pack. All right. Let's go number four. Kansas State corner Julius Brents, yeah. uh, an Indianapolis native, 6'3", 198 pounds, 34-inch arms. So his his 40 was okay, 453. Uh, but 41.5-inch vert, mm. 11'6 broad. Wild. And then he had the best three-cone of the defensive backs today. Wow. 6'6", 6'3". 
unreal number uh, for for an athlete to do go out there and put a six six three, especially a guy his size. I was just gonna uh, say, yep, yeah, it's, that's it's a lot of guys, most guys that size, or that you're all legs flailing, and but no, I mean he was controlled, and uh, to put up a six six three is a just a fantastic number. So um, no, I thought that. Just, you know, some of his other stuff, you know, some of the positional stuff I thought was a little up and down, you know, the, the, the gauntlet was a little um, discombobulated. Uh, I thought he looked good on some other positional stuff, but the testing, uh, even though the, the 40 is good, not great, the other stuff was just fantastic. You know who I thought of uh, watching him go through all this was um, Benjamin St. Juice a couple of years ago uh, mm-hmm. coming out of Michigan, who was like a, a tall, long, lanky corner, yeah. uh, and he ended up going round three. And he got a shot this year to start for Washington. And I'll tell you what, he put out some good tape. Uh, and this was his second year, uh, was a backup a year ago, came into the season as a nickel, uh, and then started uh, shifting outside as they uh, got rid of William Jackson in Washington and really kind of settled in. And everybody keeps penciling in corner for Washington. And, you know, I could see why. Mm-hmm. You know, we're more more, uh, more action there. But St. Juiced is not a guy I want to send to the bench if I'm the commanders. And um, Julius Brent's kind of reminded me a little bit uh, of St. Juice when you t- talk about like his side profile and now you match that with the testing because remember St. Juice also was like a freak show in the three cone as well for a guy that that's, yeah. that, that, that's that big um, Brent's I thought was really really impressive today and the position work was really good too yeah I mean that, that, that that's a good comp um, I, when you talk about body type and the way they move and um, with, with Brent's I I don't know. Sometimes I have a bias against uh, corners that can struggle to find a football, make plays yeah. in the football. And, you know, watch the TCU, you know, the Big 12 championship game. And you, you see that. that he, he will struggle at times at going and making plays in the football. But we're not talking about a first round pick here. We're talking about a guy that's, you know, looking to cement himself as a, as a day two pick and to go out there and run the best. Uh, broad or had the best broad, have the best three cone, have oh he had the, also had the best short shuttle and uh the second best uh vertical jump behind only Deontay Banks. So uh that that's how you get it done. Yeah, if you call uh, you know if you want to factor in like all the interceptions and pass breakups in his career, you call those ball disruptions, right? You combine those together. He only had 16 in his career and 32 starts. Mm-hmm. So that is that is not very good. That is a poor number. Um, but the tools uh, all there for Julius Brents uh to be an effective player. Who's uh, number five on your list? So we're gonna do five and six here. You know, yesterday uh, we finished with yeah, two double uh, dipped. Yep, exactly. So we'll we'll do that again here with uh, two Illinois uh, uh, nice. defensive backs. Uh, you know, Devin Witherspoon. We did not get a chance to see him, but the two other Illini DBs uh, did not uh, disappoint. Uh, talking about Jartavius Martin, Quan Martin, and uh, Sidney Brown. And it's kind of funny. It was almost like these two were the only two guys out there in their minds. They kept battling back and forth. Mm. Uh, you look at the forty yard dash. Quan Martin four four six, uh, Sidney Brown four four seven. So Quan just got him. Uh, Ten yard split, same thing. One four seven uh, for Quan, one five one for for Sidney. The broad, Quan uh, Martin was eleven one, Sidney Brown ten ten. The vertical. How about this for Quan Martin? 44 inches in the vertical. Wild. 44. Uh, but Sidney Brown wasn't bad. He was 40 and a half. Like that's an amazing number. Uh, so, you know, both these guys kept going back and forth, uh, back and forth, and just really, really impressed, I thought. Uh, and, you know, I don't, when you watch them on film, you think they're athletic. I don't, I don't think you, you think they're super athletes, but you think they're athletic the way they play. Um, and these numbers just confirm that. 
I thought Martin was pretty athletic. And honestly, I, I yeah. thought Brown was a, a solid athlete. I thought that he showed a little bit better than that uh, today. I thought Quan Martin was uh, was an impressive mover, though, uh, on tape. And honestly, he was one of those guys, like, I felt probably better athlete than football player watching him. Like, not like mm. a complete finished product, even though he's been like a, a two-and-a-half, three-year starter for the Illini. Um, and he's played at a couple different spots. Uh, but he was really – and we're going we're gonna to talk about him in the next segment, so I don't want to, uh, you know, spill my drink too much here. But uh, Martin, uh, a really, really impressive showing here. And Brown uh, right there with him from the – positional drill standpoint and certainly like you said uh athletic testing so uh dane i appreciate it man we are uh we're, we're all done we're halfway done all done the defensive side of the football from athletic testing we've got quarterbacks wide receivers and tight ends on saturday thanks so much for joining us once again here on the journey of the draft podcast presented by life brand now it's time for draft buzz all right so good stuff there as always from the great dane brugler from the athletic as we welcome in ella Ella, we've got day two in the books. You are halfway done your first combine trip. More than halfway done the trip, but halfway yeah. done uh, workouts. The second day is done. Defensive backs uh, we were able to take in. We're done on the defensive side of the football. It's kind of hard to believe. Yeah, it goes fast. It, it, it does. The days I, go slow. Yes. The, the, what is it? The hours go slow, but the days go fast. Is that what it is? Something, Something like, like that. that. It's I, just the thought of right getting off the plane on Tuesday <laughs> feels like a different life. Yes, right. Exactly <laughs> right. Um, all right. So with that said, uh, we've got a lot to, to hit on here because there were a bunch of DBs that really impressed us while we were watching them up close for the positional workouts. We'll start with that first group, the group of corners. And there was one player that was – Head and shoulders above the rest. Even though he was probably, he was the shortest player out there, he was above everybody else when it came to this workout. Absolutely. Are you just are you just reeling me right in with my? Favorite I'm reeling guy? you in. This was your favorite player okay. that you've seen. He was my favorite p- player. Uh, he has the NFL pedigree. That is nephew of Ladanian Tomlinson. TCU's yep. Trevius Hodges Tomlinson. I'm right. Oh, very. Yep. You are correct. Very undersized. Um, very. I got to see what the official measurement was this morning, but I know at the uh, during the All Star game process, he came in. As I pull up my uh, my notes here on him, um, he came in. Here he is, uh, under five foot eight, hundred, right around 180 pounds. I mean, he is tiny, but this is a guy that's been really productive, consistently productive. Um, we knew he was going to be a good athlete, but. When you watch him go through the ball drills and you uh, just see how silky smooth he is, my goodness. everything across the board everything, was really good. Everything. And, you know, these players, no one's going to have a perfect workout by any means. His was pretty close. Yes. I mean, rarely did you see him. He certainly never lost focus. Yep. Rarely did you see him slip up in any way. I, I mean, he was like when he stepped up and it was his time to go. You're like, okay, like that oh, was the exciting, the lightning rod yeah. in that group. Um, you know, the line drill, you knew he was going to excel there. His backpedal, I wrote down, he looked like a bowling ball that got shot mm. out of a cannon. Because I, when I think of a bowling ball, I think of something dense. Uh, but then to see it got, get shot out of a cannon is the perfect way to visualize what he looked like on the field all night. The W drill, which, as you know, friend, was my favorite That's of the favorite night. your favorite drill. He yep. shined because he could stay so low to the ground. Uh, for the for our listeners, a W drill, essentially, you see the, the the defensive back, go through a back pedal, stick his foot in the ground, close forward, then go back into a back pedal, basically tracing the design of it a W looks like on a the w. turf. Yes. yes. Uh, the way he plants his feet, his strength, and then his gauntlet was just 
phenomenal. Yeah, though, to finish up the drill, oh. uh, to finish up the day. It was uh, it was a really just from start to finish uh, one of the most complete workouts, not just that we've seen this year, but the, that I can remember. It was just a really, really, really sound good. workout. Um, this is a guy that's been very productive, uh, a lot of ball production over the course of his career. Here's a second-team All-American, Ella, as a true sophomore mm. back in 2020, first-team All-Big 12 that year. He's three-time first-team All-Conference. He won the Thorpe Award this year as the top defensive back in college football. Now, one big thing, one big thing with him is obviously the size. He had 14 penalties this year. Mm. That's mm-hmm. going to be a big thing mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. He had 20 penalties in, in his career, so only six in the previous three, but 14 penalties this year in TCU's championship game run. So uh, something to watch there with Hodges Tomlinson. Obviously, the size is going to be an issue, but he's got outstanding athleticism. Um, he's, a, he's a fun player. Yeah. Right? So it was good we Excellent. were able to uh, give him a little bit of love here yep. to start things off. Who would be next up on your list from the cornerback mm-hmm. group? I'm going to go with Brian Branch from Alabama, and I think it's important to note that Brian Branch is a safety, but he worked out with the cornerbacks. Yep. Um, and he really, really shined. Um, it's just smooth, fluid, really good cuts. He had great balance and body control. So, you know, he has a very strong core. Nice hips. Um, he kind of looked like this is just another day for him. He was mm. he was out there like a professional athlete, I, I thought. He had that type of demeanor. Very confident, um, unfazed by kind of the bright lights and, and, and the pressure of the situation. And then again, the gauntlet The gauntlet brand. at the end. That was a work of pure art. Yes. I don't know if Nick Saban has these guys running gauntlet drills like in the middle of the, the night. Alabama Every Alabama kid yep. just shined in the gauntlet like it was just no big deal. He looked like a pass catcher out there. Excellent hands. A nice day for Brian Branch. As a reminder for our listeners, the gauntlet drill is a drill that the wide receivers and tight ends will go through tomorrow at Lucas Oil Stadium. But essentially, you catch two balls along the sideline, and then you run from one sideline across the field to the other, and you catch a series of four or five balls in between. Uh, you try and make sure that you don't let any hit the ground, maintain top speed, and then you catch that last one. You turn up the sideline. You run to the end zone. Uh, Brian Branch ran that drill better than some receivers are going to run it tomorrow. No it question. Was, it really was so impressive. I, I think you could kind of feel in the stadium like a little gasp that yeah. you couldn't believe this kid just just executed that in the way that he did. And again, it's one of those things where people look at that and say, well, how, what does that mean? Like, how does that translate to the game? It's just, let's see these guys be an athlete, right? right. Like, just go just right. go out, be an athlete, look, look comfortable doing something well, that is out of the ordinary. And here's what I would say, too. If you're going to stick a kid in a secondary, you want to see that he has ball skills. Yeah. Like, do you, do you want your guys in the secondary to make plays on the ball, to be able to, you know, field inter- interceptions to be able to affect receivers. I think yep. it's important for them to understand ball skills because if they can get in the brain of a wide receiver and they can understand kind of how to read a quarterback, how a ball is coming their way, I, I think it's an important skill to have. Can I throw a name at you? Yeah, please. Uh, I really, really enjoyed Clark Phillips today. The I have him on my list Utah, too. Uh, mm-hmm. a, junior, a junior corner um, who, ironically enough, uh, today we spoke to the wide receivers and um, I asked a lot of the wide receivers who was the toughest corner that you faced. I asked all the quarterbacks that I spoke with who's the best corner that you faced uh, this year? Who's the guy that you were really impressed with on tape? The guy that came up most often, one of the guys that came up most often, Clark Phillips. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they talked about his quickness, his uh, acceleration, also his ability to finish on the ball, his instincts, uh, and his toughness. Well, uh, we couldn't see all of that on display in this ball drill and these ball drills, but um, you certainly saw his ability to finish. You saw his quickness in and out of breaks, and basically every single uh, workout drill, every single drill that he did. Uh, the couple that stood out to me, the backpedal drill. Yeah 
drills yep. where he had to break at 90 degrees, um, was really, really strong. Uh, there are a couple of drills. They're referred to as Terrell Austin drills, who's yes. been a longtime defensive backs coach. Now the defensive, he's been a defensive coordinator in the league for a long time as well, uh, most recently in Pittsburgh. But when you look at Terrell Austin, uh, one of the better DB coaches in football, he has a couple of drills that have been instituted here at the Combine. It's just like, yeah, that's the Terrell Austin drill. And the, the one that he most stood out is he uh, you go into a backpedal, you make a cut at 90 degrees, and then you have to come do make a complete 180 turn, go back the other way, and then make a and then catch the football. So again, just putting these guys in awkward positions, have them make some movements that are out of the ordinary for them. Uh, and I thought Phillips was just super smooth, super quick, uh, and was really impressive overall in the workout. I agree. I, I put very similar notes. I, I noted the backpedal. Uh, you know, his control, as you mentioned, was a big one for me, and that strong finish I wrote multiple times. Uh, down in my notes. All right, so we've got Travis Hodges Tomlinson from mm-hmm. TCU. We've got Brian uh, Brian Branch from um, uh, from Alabama. Alabama, and then we've got Phillips uh, there from from Utah. Mm-hmm. Is there another corner that, that stands out to you? Christian Gonzalez. Yes, he would be from next up for me Oregon. as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think going into the combine, he was a player that you might have had circled ahead of time, hoping that he would have a good workout, expecting him to have a good workout. He had an excellent workout. Mm. I mean, great acceleration, good ball tracking skills, very strong. Another really solid finisher fluid another guy who was out there looking like a pro he, he really exemplified elite athleticism how about his unofficial 40 time huh four 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 and a four three eight mm. his vertical was 41 and a half friend at 200 pounds yeah he he showed up today yeah uh, everything looked easy nothing looked like he was like super stressed at any point uh throughout the course of the workout i agree christian gonzalez he's another guy that i absolutely would put on this list one guy who surprised me with his workout based off my film study uh deontay banks mm-hmm. The corner from mm-hmm. Maryland. Now he was listed six two two hundred. Came in significantly smaller than that. Came in sub six foot, so over a two inch discrepancy <laughs> there uh, between what the Maryland website listed him at and what he came in at here. But still, I thought a very solid workout from start to finish, and I didn't necessarily expect that based off what I saw on film. You know, when you watch Banks, his physicality, his size certainly is apparent. He's a really aggressive press corner, um, but I didn't necessarily see the ease of movement that I thought was present really from start to finish, and I didn't really have I, I think I've got two reps here out of what did these guys do like 13 to 14 reps overall yeah. um, I only have two that I said like a but there were a bunch of B's and B pluses mm-hmm. in there. I just thought mm-hmm. it was a really solid workout from Deontay Banks. I wanted to give him some love as well. Yeah, he showed a lot, lot of explosiveness. He could really stay low. Nice flip at the hips. Overall, just I think a good performance. And he was fast for it, and he really mm. was. Yeah, so he, he ran in the uh, the four threes as well. Yeah. As we talked about no um, big deal. Any uh, any last names so here in the corner group? Um, I throw out Riley Moss. I liked his athleticism. How, solid day. How fast he was. He, he is a hot motor, and I think in yep. some of these exercises, it, it, it kind of worked against him. If he could kind of slow down, reel it in. A little bit, he would have had um, a flawless day, but mm. but it was good. It was good. I, Tyreek Stevenson from Miami, I thought yeah. he was smooth. Julius Brents, I thought a solid day yeah. as well. The corner from Kansas State, mm-hmm. um, he's a big he's a big corner. He's six yeah. three, all of six three, two hundred pounds, uh, and I thought he he had a solid day. He was smooth in and out of cuts. Uh, didn't really put a lot of balls on the ground, so yeah. uh, give some love there. Now let's go to the safety group, okay. and the safety group was fun. It was a, it was a it was a fun group. Yeah, this one kind of built up for me. I feel mm. like the corners there were obvious top performances. Yep. Safety, it was for a while. I was like, okay, he's having a good day. He's having a good day, and then and then some some kind of came on as 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 the night continued. But definitely, definitely there were some safeties who helped themselves a lot tonight. It, it felt like there was one name that was above the rest for me. Okay. I want to see if, it were, if we're on the same page. Who was the, who was the, I think the, you're going to say Owens. Ooh, no. I had one other guy uh, slightly ahead of him. Okay. Quan Martin. 
I thought Jatavis Martin uh, okay. from Illinois, to me, was, I thought, the, the smoothest workout. Okay. Um, and, and he's an interesting player. He's got position flexibility. Uh, he's played both some corners, some safeties, played a little bit uh, in the slot as well. Um, I was really impressed with Martin. And, and uh, on film, I think the athleticism, that was not a question for me. Um, I'd like to see him get a little bit better as a football player across the board. But watching Quan Martin here run tonight, go through these drills, uh, I thought he was a really, really strong workout. Everything looked really easy, effortless. Uh, and uh, Almost every drill, I was like, man, mm-hmm. like that was really his feet yes. were really, really clean. Very little wasted movement. Uh, I thought that Jatavius Martin uh, from Illinois, who was down at the Senior Bowl, uh, 5'11", 190 pounds, you know, so give or take. This was his first real year uh, as a as a true impact player in that Illinois secondary. Um, he plays with an edge. I, I love the way that he plays the game. Uh, would just like to see him get a little bit more consistent uh, with how he reads things in coverage. But again, athletically looked the part tonight. You mentioned his his footwork. I wrote good plant foot, which yeah. I, I feel like if you watch the feet of these guys tonight it's very telling about their body control about their core strength um about how they can how fast they can change in direction and and i took a lot of notes about how strong his footwork was mm. some guys who had lighter feet is the guys that got off balance yep. or, or or uh things got a little out of control he was very very strong and and, and had control of his acceleration strong finishes Made some nice plays on the ball too. Good ball tracking skills. So then, who was your uh, your your top person then? He was in it. He was. I, okay. I, I kind of tiered safeties, yep. like a tier one and a tier two. He was in it as well as Antonio Johnson yes. uh, from Texas A and M. I thought he it. had a really good workout. I had him right behind Martin. He was my number two. And some Owens, of these guys who you guys too. Like three. as I went back and looked through the notes, I was like, oh yeah, this was a good. This workout. This guy had a nice workout. You know, I wrote down ten names. This guy's like I thought like had pretty good workouts Let's overall. See how many I have? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10-11. There we go. All yeah, right. so we, we kind of saw this group the, yep. the same. I thought yep. that um, overall, at the end of the day, I was mm-hmm. kind of going through and I was like, you know what? This guy had a good workout. That guy had a good workout. Um, it was sneaky. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll talk about Antonio Johnson. What did you see from him? Texas A&M. Yeah, for him, I had a very athletic, a long stride. I mean... When he would run down the sideline, you you saw he's big, he's, he was listed by A and M at six three one ninety five. He he looked yeah played a lot about. in the slot. He was a big nickel for the last two years, and so uh, for a safety at six three one ninety five to uh, move the way that he did mm-hmm. it was very impressive. Very nice cuts, good footwork again. He was one where I wrote work up, workout built up mm. over time. And even when I look back at my notes in the beginning, I'm like, oh, that was okay, that was okay. And then it starts to pick up and he comes on and he, and, and he stacks consistent exercises as, as the night continued. But I thought it was, a, it was a good night for Antonio Johnson. You mentioned your guest for me was Owens, and I yeah. did have Owens at number three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listed six foot and a half, 200 pounds. He's got long arms. He's got corner, long nickel, arms. and safety yeah. versatility. So this is a guy that's played every position in the second. Secondary, um, but worked out here with the safeties. Did not run. Didn't do the athletic testing mm-hmm. portion of the workout. So it was kind of like under the radar moving into the position drills. It was like, all right, we saw all these other guys. By the way, the corners like ripped up the track, as we talked about with Dan earlier. We talked oh. about the athletic testing portion. Ridiculous. But, uh, the looking at the the safety spot, um, you know, with Owens going through the workout, it was like. Oh yeah! Oh, the, he, oh, Owens is going here, and almost every drill was really, really clean. And he had uh, one of the reps that like drew the biggest rise yes. out of the entire group. Uh, I believe it was the first Terrell Austin drill where uh, the guys start on the boundary in a pedal, and then they open up their hips to the field. 
they put the, they uh, plant their foot and then break uh, forward towards the uh, towards the line of scrimmage and, and make an interception along the sideline. It was line. the first one. It was yes. a really clean break on the ball, oh. and then he went full extension and was able to pull the ball in with his fingertips along the sideline. The, a bunch of the DBs all went nuts, and he took it back into the end zone for a touchdown. It was a uh, a really impressive rep. That was definitely a moment. I think good to see his bend in, yeah, in that situation. Yeah, body control really, really stood out. At times he was a little off balance. You, sometimes you would see him slip. But overall, I think his traits were positive more than they weren't. I thought he really impressed. Definitely a guy that going into it, I wasn't expecting him to be kind of the cream of the crop. Yeah. But I think in reflection, he, he was. One of the top players at the Shrine Bowl this year. Um, and again, that, that position flexibility is going to yeah. be really, really Huge. big for him. Uh, I talked with him yesterday at the podiums and was really impressed with him. I, I really enjoyed my discussions with uh, Javarius Owens. And so, um, yeah, he, he was an easy guy uh, to root for going in. Mm-hmm. And he came through with a really strong sure position did. workout. Mm-hmm. Who's the next name for you? Wait, real quick. Did you expect him to do as well as he did? Because uh, he did well. I, well, so I didn't study him on tape yet. Okay. And so I, but I knew kind of the book on him. Uh, mm-hmm. I knew he was a high school track guy. And so mm-hmm. I knew like there was athleticism there. Um, but yeah, there was, it was a, I would say since I didn't have expectations, I can't mm-hmm. say he surpassed them. But okay. uh, he definitely, I mean, to me, he was a top three workout for okay. the safety group. I was, I was curious. Yeah. Uh, um, who would be next for you? So that was my top four. Okay. Johnson. So Johnson, Owens, Martin, and oh, yeah, you're missing our fourth one here. Robinson. Jammy Robinson, State. Florida State. I caught, yeah. Okay, and Robinson I thought had a good workout as well. Um, tell us what you saw about from Jammy. Another one that got better over time. In yeah. the beginning, it was, again, some balance and body control issues, which I saw that more with the safeties and those opening drills. You saw a little bit of stiffness. I think I looked over at one point. I'm like, they all look a little tight. You know what I, and you know what I said to you was that it's tough to watching the safeties after, after the corners yes. because we just watched all these corners go through, and now we're doing the safeties and they're doing all the same exact drills and naturally these guys are going to look a little bit tighter uh so it was a little bit of a slow burn from the end that way for sure definitely he was strong in the Tara austin drills i marked them down specifically because i feel like that's where he shined that's where his quickness he's got really light feet he's really smooth in transition that showed up yep Yep. the in the uh the box drill he had a nice bend but Great finish in the gauntlet again. Um, I feel like I, I'm repetitive in the sense of that these all built up, but if you think about it, that's how it even felt uh, when those we were, were in the drills there. at the end, right? Yes. The Terrell Austin drills yes. and the gauntlet Yes, it were all at the kind of, of built up, and you, it, you would see traits in each drill, but then they kind of started putting it all together as time went on. And the guys who were at the top all capped it off in a good way in that gauntlet drill. All right, so I'm going to give you a list of names. You tell okay. me one final one that you want to give some love to, okay? okay. So uh, the rest of the names on my list, and you you had one more Let's than me, see. so you're going to have one extra. Okay. But uh, Sidney Brown from Illinois, uh-huh. uh, Jordan Battle from Alabama, mm-hmm. Jordan Howden from Minnesota, uh, Brandon Hill from Pitt, Shamari Connor from Virginia Tech, Kayvon Merriweather from Iowa. Those were all the guy, other guys that I thought had really good workouts, um, but we can't talk about all these guys because if we're talking about They're everybody, all on none of them list. are special. So at least we're on the same we're page. We're on the same page in terms of who stood out. Um, you should have one extra because you had 11 names on your yes, list. Yes, who do I have? Uh, so oh, DeMarco. Is it DeMarco? Oh, DeMarco yep. Helms. Yeah, oh, yep. Helms from, from Alabama. Alabama. Okay, so Helms, uh, Helms is in there as well. Yep, uh, you get one pit, one name from that group that you want to uh, shed some light on. Okay, I'm I'm going between Jordan Battle and Sydney Brown. Obviously, talk my, about Sydney Brown. Yeah, you, you want to talk that's, about that's Sydney where Brown. my heart is. Yes. Yeah, because Sydney Brown is a good player to talk to. He is. I, I, I talked to him at, at the podium. Was that just yesterday? I guess yes, it, was. it was yesterday. He it was, feels like a long time ago. <laughs> he was fabulous at the podium. Um, just a really, really great kid. Amazing story. Yep. You know, moving to the United States with his twin brother, who's also from Canada. Yes, yep. will be will be performing this weekend as a running back. Um, just so humble. You could see just like his pure joy playing football, his excitement and gratitude to be here. 
And he had a really great season. I mean, this Illinois secondary in general, they're, they're well represented here at the combine. And the best player didn't work out. Devin yeah. Witherspoon did yep. not work out. So uh, we already talked about uh, Jartavius Martin. Uh, it feels only right that we talk about Sidney Brown. I mean, he is, he's great tape. Like, he, he would have those plays you would see on Twitter. Right. Right. Those like little clips of just uh, amazing play he made on a Saturday. But and you could see why. I mean, him in person, his arms, well, the, like his he's five ten, but he's 213 pounds. Yeah. Like he is yoked up. Yeah. He's played a ton of football, 50 starts, over 3,100 snaps played in so his career on defense. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the, the production has been there. Uh, he is the twin brother of Chase Brown, who is the Illinois running back that right. is here uh, here at the Combine. And both guys are built very, very similarly. Uh, you know, very powerful athletes. That showed up. Sidney Brown had yes. one of the better uh, days of athletic testing. Um, it was just a, a really good performance overall. From I actually Brown. thought his finish was the best of any player. Really? Yes. Because I even felt like some drills didn't go, go as he, I'm sure, wanted them to. But he always finished mm. so strong with hustle. I mean, the way he carried the football. Um, you just saw that relentless effort. Kind of that trait of playing through the whistle mm. is what I saw from Sidney Brown. Again, started off a little stiff. Yep. Uh, slipping here and there. But his strength, his effort. Really, really impressed. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's drills that maybe he would want back or sure. want to redo, but all in all, he had a solid workout. I'm, I'm not writing him off as, as like a combine flop by any means. Um, well, speaking of combine flop, oh boy, maybe my favorite moment so far happened at the very <laughs> end of drills, and I felt terrible because they like showed it on the replay on they the broadcast. It, uh, uh, so it was the gauntlet drill. It was the last drill of the night. The safeties go, and typically what happens on a drill is if let's say um, uh, there's a bad ball, or you know, so a guy didn't have a chance to make a catch, or maybe he had like three drops, or he fell. They'll give the guy the chance to redo the rep and so uh, they went back after the final rep of the uh, the gauntlet drill they went back to uh, Boise State safety Tyreek Jones he had a chance to go back through the gauntlet. He did a solid job going through. He runs into the end zone. This has been a tradition with the safeties. They, they, they end this way almost every year where all of them run into the end zone. They all celebrate together. It's always fun. It's always good. Uh, they're, all the guys are being goofy. Um, well, uh, this did not go all the way great for Tyreek Jones, who tried to do a standing backflip uh, and face-planted on the like turf. Like belly flopped Yeah, it was. Uh, it, thankfully, did not fully face-plant. Yes, it was, it was definitely a full belly flop. Uh, the NFL Network was watching, replayed it immediately. Oh, uh, but he had he had fun with it. It was uh, it was a good way to end the day. He had fun with it. Thankfully, he's okay. Because <laughs> yes, for a second, okay. I was worried, and now I'm just worried for him that his agent <laughs> is going to be really angry. You know what though? I I, I enjoy how much he embraced uh, how funny like, like they, yeah, and they all the had they all were having fun. Yes. It, the, tonight wasn't super. Like juiced up. No, I thought not last through the night workout. had a lot of juice. Yep, not through the workout. It was but, a little bit stale. But yeah. the safeties kind of brought it towards the end, and when it was all over, they were very excited and encouraging, and and clapping and and cheering each other on, and and then it ended on yep. that note. So well, I thought that was fun. We had our uh, our shortest workout session of the week here tonight with the DBs. Just two groups. Uh, just the defensive secondary. Tomorrow's the long Ooh. one. Tomorrow we've Luckily got the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and the tight ends uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. It starts 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time on NFL Network. You can follow along just uh, along with us, with uh, with myself and with Ella, with Dane Brugler, with Greg Cosell, who will be on the show tomorrow. We'll have Greg here on the episode as well. So make sure uh, stay tuned right here to the Journey of the Draft podcast presented by LifeBrand. We'll talk to you tomorrow.